the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Here we go. Here we go. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Come on. Let's kick it. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, my friend. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on uh, Facebook Live or on YouTube Live, thank you so much for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, Arlington, Virginia, covering all the DMV, Maryland, Washington, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So thanks a lot for hanging out with me. And of course, if uh, you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, that's today, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone and Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Wisdom Wednesday. I've got a special guest hanging out with me uh, today on this topic. And the topic on this Wisdom Wednesday is the wisdom of reaching the unchurched. The wisdom of reaching the unchurched. And there's no better person to hang out with me live in studio than the Reverend Pastor Eli Hernandez. You can see his good-looking face if you're watching us on social media. I'll give you a better introduction in just a moment. But before we do, let me give you the phone number so you can call us and open in a word of prayer so we can have God's blessing on today's show. The phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or maybe, just maybe, you're driving because of the holiday or because of rush hour. Guess what? Just remember the word bridge. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's pray together real quickly, and then I'll introduce to you Pastor Eli Hernandez. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's show, the opportunity to hang out uh, through technology and to communicate about matters that really touch your heart. And I pray today that every person listening would really be inspired to want to reach out to somebody that doesn't uh, know the Lord. So we uh, commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. A couple other ways you can get a hold of me, AndersonSpeaks.com, or my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com, or just download the app Gracism. It's a free app. You have all my information. You'll see a little phone icon. Push that. It'll call me directly in the studio. That's one of the best ways to get a hold of me. 
Well, Pastor Eli Hernandez has been a youth pastor, an outreach pastor, a church planner. He's pastored uh, other churches, including Charm City Church in Baltimore City. He's also a general contractor. So God, uh, just like Jesus, who could use his hands, he is a man who's spiritual, physical, and has all kinds of skills. But I'm blessed today because he's now an associate pastor at Bridgeway Community Church. He's an amazing preacher. He's a good uh, brother who uh, I can trust. And Pastor Eli Hernandez, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor, for this opportunity. I'm looking forward to having more fun and hanging out with all you guys over that, tonight. That's right. Well, you know, uh, Pastor Eli, a lot of people may not know you, but you have an evangelistic heart. Where did that heart come from, sir? Well, the, um, the origin of everything is I'm an unchurched kid myself. Um, no family background, um, um, desires to go to church, went to church, historically speaking. Um, uh, my mom didn't have embraced in us and, um, the convictions of mm. church or Christ mm. or any of them that sort. So I grew up in the street life my whole life mm. since hitting the street since I was nine years old. Um, and got converted into Christ and um, lived and lived serving in the church as an as an adult. So you were a street kid in what city? Was that in uh, Boston or New York? Where did you? Uh, where were you out on the streets and what were you doing? A little bit of everything. Born in Puerto Rico, raised in New York City and in Boston. In my whole life, I, I ran with gangs in the streets from Boston, Puerto Rico, and New York. Mm. Um, from the age of nine all the way to 19. So you said from the age of nine. So is that when you were in uh, Puerto Rico or is that when you were in uh, New York City? At nine, I was at Puerto Rico. Okay, gotcha. And then the, the family life uh, wasn't uh, your normal, your mom, dad, kids, a white picket fence with a little dog, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a white picket fence. <laughs> I got a different kind of fence. Uh <laughs> kind of fence did you get it was gated community uh -huh. <laughs> i don't think you're talking about a really nice community in the suburbs are you <laughs> it was a suburb there was nothing else around <laughs> us <laughs> well you can tell us just a little bit more about your background because god radically uh saved you and converted you so in those younger years here you are running the streets running with gangs and all these different uh locations but how did god grab your heart yeah, I was in uh, locked up in prison in um, a, a jail in Puerto Rico. It's called La Cuchara in Ponce. And so that was your gated community. That was my gated community <laughs> in the tropical island of Puerto Rico. Uh huh. Understood. <laughs> and so I um, I was there for doing some time. Um, had just act, I just c had come from there from Boston, running away from other issues, another warrant, and all types of mess in my life, mm. and ended up in prison in Puerto Rico. And um, that was my very first time ever being exposed to church or anything of that sort. And thank God for it, because that um, that changed my whole life forever. Wow. How old were you then? I was 19. So you were 19 years old, having run the streets for 10 years, and your first church was prison. Prison. I got baptized. You should have seen it. Well, you know, the little toilets with a little metal uh, sink behind there, mm -hmm. kind of people sprinkle water. That was yeah. my first baptism. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. My goodness. And so did somebody share Christ with you? Was it like a preacher or was it uh, another inmate? Yeah, it was actually a, a, a female preacher um, who, and I, I wanted to mention that because she really did not look the part. She didn't uh, dress the part. I mean, she, did, she dressed the church part, but she really didn't know how to, relate to church pe uh, street kids um she didn't have the baggy pants she didn't have none of that so mm. she had to dress all the way to her heels mm. 
Um, but that day, I remember that she shared the gospel with me, and I remember scriptures. I remember everything. Um, I should get that scripture that says you get not because you ask that, and when mm. you ask, you don't know how to ask. And so I remember her saying, hey, why don't you ask this time from the Lord mm. and ask him correctly? And so I asked for the first time. So you asked the Lord to come into your heart, and he did. He did. Wow. Did you express faith in that? Like when you were doing it, were you sincere? Yeah, there was there was the known and the unknown, of course. There was some I, I was aware of some of the stuff that I was doing, but I really wasn't aware of what that meant for my life completely, mm. you know. And so um, I remember I accepted Christ and literally two days later I started preaching. I always joke around and I tell people that it was pure heresy what I was sharing because <laughs> I didn't know absolutely nothing of the word of God. But what I did know was that God had come into my life and had changed my life forever. Wow. Well, maybe the first converted preacher was that, uh, one of them anyway, was that blind man in John 9 when he said, everybody's asking theological questions. Who sends you or your parents? And what happened? He goes, look, I don't know anything. All I know is once I was blind and come now on. I see. And it come sounds on. like that's exactly the kind of conversion that happened in your life. Well, listen, friends, when we get back from the commercial break, we're going to talk more with Pastor Eli Hernandez from prison to being a pastor to help set other people free. Can't get a better story than that. We're going to talk about how to reach unchurched people for Christ. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. years you know people who've dealt with a leaky roof and you know what a mess it can be let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive you deserve the best call best buy waterproofing and roofing dr anderson would love for you to join his facebook page and subscribe to his youtube channel just search dr david anderson on facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hello to Connie Robinson and Leslie Lightfoot Anderson. Johnette Henderson, thank you so much uh, for tuning in and making your comments on my Facebook Live page. Hey, listen, uh, tell your friends that they're going to learn how to reach out to the unchurched. Copy the link and send it to them. They can still watch us even now. And for those of you driving around the DMV, hey, thanks a lot for tuning in. Think about the people uh, that are around you. Think about the people you work with, you live with, you you do life with. And, uh, you know, as you think about uh, Pastor Eli Hernandez, my special guest today, one of the associate pastors at Bridgeway Community Church, he's talking about his background and his life before um, coming to Christ. So you said that you were on the streets since nine years old. For 10 years, you're running the streets. At 19 in prison, a woman preaches the gospel and you pray and accept Jesus Christ to come into your life. Theologically now, I know you understand this, but somebody listening may not understand it. So what does it mean to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life, Pastor Eli? Well, it's, it's interesting. If you would have asked me that question back then, I wouldn't even know what to tell you. Mm. Um, I wasn't even sure what that meant. You know, we always joke and say that Jesus in Puerto Rico is Chuito. That's a nickname that they give him. And mm. so that what's that mean? It's just like a nickname. It's like saying Bob and Roberto. Oh, or whatever. okay, you know, okay. Just, they call him Chuito. But today, um, when I when I think about Jesus Christ and the meaning of what he means to me, mm. um, one of the best scriptures that come to my soul is Psalm 27, 10. Though your mother and your father forsake you, the Lord will pick you up. Mm. And so when I, to me, Jesus met all areas of my life from mm. all my family dysfunctions and all my ab- abandonments to a God that has showed me how to be a man, mm. a God that has showed me how to be a son, a God that just transformed my heart, my soul, my life, and just made me a better person in general. Our phone number is 888-432-7434. You may have a question for Pastor Eli about his story or even uh, about what it means to become a follower of Jesus Christ today. You do not have to keep uh, walking and driving and living without a sense of purpose and not being connected to the Lord who created you. If you want to get saved today, you know what that means? It means you want to be saved from the punishment that comes with sin, which is eternal separation from God in hell forever. And you're like, you know what? I don't want that. I actually want to know God. I want to know the God who loves me. Well, guess what? You can call us today and we'll lead you to Christ. We'll pray with you and you can come into a relationship with Jesus Christ today. Pastor Eli and I watch this happen every single Sunday at every single service. We literally see every single service people give their lives uh, to Christ. In fact, just a a week or so ago, we had about 50 people uh, get baptized. Pastor Eli, what does it mean to you when you see new life come out of uh, such death and destitute situations? It, it is really exciting when I see somebody. I, I almost want to approach new converts and tell them if you only knew the ride that you're just about to get yourself into. Mm. Because, you know, we always think about the, the going to church on Sunday or the religious side of a conversion or, or of serving Christ. But we don't realize the deity side of all of that, mm. you know, where God just engages with you, does life with you, helps you, mm. um, becomes your friends, gives you wisdom you know, gives you companionship, you know, um, helps you heal. I mean, mm-hmm. all um, and opens doors, closes doors, mm-hmm. get, brings people to your life, removes people from your life. I mean, he's actively involved in all areas of our life. And mm-hmm. so when people do accept Christ, to me, 
I don't just see the fact that you actually went through the motions mm. in my mind and you're about to go into a beautiful roller coaster. You know, an adventure for sure. You were working with a group, and I know you still serve to this day, called Teen Challenge. For people who don't know what that means, what is Teen Challenge, sir? Teen Challenge was started by David Wilkerson uh, many, many years ago. There was a book called The Cross and the Switchblade with Nikki Cruz and all those people. Uh, Teen Challenge was started by a white man who didn't have any street background whatsoever but mm. felt called to go to New York and help uh, gangs and, and, and street kids get out of that lifestyle. And he started this movement almost 60 years now, and there's thousands if not millions of Teen Challenge graduates all over the world mm. proclaiming that Christ has changed their lives. Wow, and so it's a program to help people get out of, out of gangs and out of addictions, and then it helps disciple them so that they can be... Uh, uh, really disciples of Christ, huh? Yes, correct. That's how, that's the main philosophy is strictly discipleship. They, That's what they believe in. That's what they believe in for 50-something years. That's what changed my life because what they try to focus on is if you learn how to be a better person on the inside mm. and the one that helps you be a better person is God himself because you got strength. You get everything that we talked about a few minutes earlier. And so the idea behind Team Challenge is if you learn to be a disciple, if you learn to love God first, the rest of your life will fall in order. How are you discipled and how do you disciple now? If someone's saying, I want to know what discipleship is, what does that mean? Yeah, wow. Um, I was hearing even uh, even yesterday when I was listening to your radio show and um, listening to you and Bob Bill talking about mentoring. Mm -hmm. I thought about discipleship when you was mentioning about that yesterday. So mentoring is helping somebody walk through life to get mm. to a particular destination, mm. uh, whether whatever that is. And discipleship is very similar except that I'm walking you towards God. Mm. I'm walking with you towards God mm. and, and teaching you how to, how to live this life, how to, how to mm. walk with you in, in, in some of the worst seasons of your life, how to be a friend, how to be a brother, um, and show you what Scripture says and show you how to pray with you and engage the Spirit of God with you and just, just do life with you. 888-432-7434. That is our number live in studio. If you have a question about discipleship evangelism, uh, give us a call. We're talking on this Wisdom Wednesday about the wisdom of reaching the unchurched. So uh, you were also a church planner. Um, let me ask you, why don't more people go to church, in your opinion? Wow. That all depends what audience we're talking about. If we're specifically, um, a lot of people don't go to church anymore because the truth is church has become, in general, Not this is not the case for everybody, but church has become very stagnant and very ritualistic. Mm. Um, it's become more of a program that has become an experience with God. I, I always tell people that, that church is not about information. It's actually about transformation. Mm -hmm. And so people should be in having an encounter with God, having an experience with God, and their mm. lives should be different. Mm. But sometimes what ends up happening is that in church we just have a program mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, with no anointing. Mm. Sometimes, not, you know, a, a program that specializes. I always laugh when I go to, uh, when I see church bulletins mm -hmm. or church websites and they say something like, our mission is to reach the lost or mm. save the lost. And then you go to their program and you see the actual w program that they do, the, the, the programmatic side of things. Yeah. And you realize that's really not catered towards reaching the lost. Mm. That's what you say on your mission statement. Right. But when I look at the program and on your strategies, your strategies are more catered to a towards reaching other church folks or entertaining church folks that you do have. Mm. So when you were a church planner, how did you reach the unchurched? I know that was something that was big on your heart. Even when I met you, 
I'd uh, walk the streets with you a bit in Baltimore, and just you would show me places uh, that you would go, and we'd eat in places. Everybody knew you. It was like you had built relationships with uh, people on the streets as well as the people in the stores and in the shops. Is that a part of what it means, just kind of getting up close to folks? Yeah, I think sometimes we're afraid to do life with the world. You know, mm. the truth is Jesus has called us to be a light in darkness, to be a salt of the earth. But meanwhile, we're, if we're stuck in a four walls and in a building, mm. we're not being a light and we're not being salt. And so my whole philosophy has been that I live and do life and engage and interact with people that I minister to. So the barbershops, the places I go eat, where I go drink my coffee is places that I have. These are the people that I'm that I'm building with, building community with. Um, em embracing them and they get to know me and usually not on the context of a pastor but usually there's those relationships that mm. lead me to further conversations yeah yeah 888-432-7434 if you have a question about evangelism or discipleship or even there's somebody right now that you want to reach out to you're not quite sure the best way to do that you feel free to give us a call at 888-43-BRIDGE and so, uh, Pastor Eli, um, what about the different ways of evangelism? I know that there are so many different ways. Do you feel like there's a best way to do evangelism? Yeah, I think, I think church in itself is changing strategies. As we know it, it's changing. Um, I'm a big, firm believer in relational evangelism. Um, that's, again, why a lot of people in the community that I live in and do mi did ministry in, mm. because I just hang out with them. I always, I always say that the person, when we started the church, I try to— ask all these different churches to let me rent their building, let me use their space, everybody turned me down. Mm. But the bar owner um, down the block where we ate at was the one that says, hey, not only can you use my, my fellowship hall that had full sound systems and completely mm. decorated, he said, but not only that, but I'm gonna have my waitress be your ushers on that as well. He I didn't like use it. the term ushers, right. but they were serving, welcoming, embracing, mm. giving food to our people. And so that's all because of those relationships that you start with people. Hmm. Now that you're a part of a multicultural ministry, and I know that was a part of your heart to do multicultural uh, ministry, being a, uh, a Latino uh, preacher, speaking a couple languages and kicking it on the Puerto Rican Hispanic side, what's it like uh, doing ministry, uh, not only to Hispanic folk, but also serving people from many different backgrounds? It's it's. It's a beautiful growing opportunity. I always say that if you're the smartest person in a room, you're in the wrong room. Mm. And so just being around other types of people, all types of experiences, backgrounds, educations, cultures, it just expands you. It helps you grow more. It helps you open up your vision, your, your ideology, even to see God differently. I mm. was never aware of diversity. Mm. I've, I'm, I've been a diverse person all my life, and mm. I've been inner city which is exposed to all types of different culture, but I was never as aware to diversity and, and, and cross-cultural communication and all those things as I, as I am now mm. that I came to Bridgeway. Mm. And so what's that experience been like for you being at Bridgeway Community Church? I can just say we're so happy uh, to have you. You're one of my uh, strongest leaders in the church. You, you run uh, so much ministry, have a huge uh, budget and a lot of responsibility, and yet... Uh, somehow you're still down to earth. People love you. You preach the lights out when you preach. And by the way, uh, Pastor Eli is preaching at our Owens Mills Ricerstown campus coming up on December the 1st, 2019. So don't miss uh, Sunday there. But what's it been like since you've been at Bridgeway Community Church? It's been really exciting. It's been exciting even to do life with you and learn from you. 
you know, sometimes you, you, you become, when, you, when you're a church planter and you're kind of doing a lot of solo ministry, you kind of become very self-sufficient. And that's been the growing opportunity that I've had here is that, yes, while I am self-sufficient, I also work with a team, work, work with a strategy, work with a vision, work with different types of people from different type ideologies. And every single one of those experiences just has increased my faith, has increased my, uh, my ability to even dig deeper as I prepare um, God's word to teach God's people. I now got to think I got all types of people sitting in the pews. We don't have pews, but, <laughs> you know, sitting in the yeah. audience, and, and I, I can't just relate to one or another. So you're always trying to find a way to connect in different areas. 888-432-7434. That is our phone number live in studio, and we want to talk to you about the people in your life who you love that don't know the Lord. And also maybe your church is saying, you know what, we're a good church a club for believers, but our evangelism, well, we're not seeing new blood, meaning we're not seeing new people come to know the Lord every Sunday, uh, every month, maybe not even every year. Some of you, it's possible you could have been a part of a church for uh, 10 years and you have 200 or 300 people or, or whatever, or 2,000 or 3,000 people, and you literally never see conversions, never see people come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and you have a concern about it, and you want that to change. Well, maybe that that is uh, the reason why you should give us a call. I'm not sure, but if the Lord is putting it on your heart, here's the number, 888-432-7434. We're coming right back, and as soon as we do, we'll go to Columbia, Maryland, and talk to Nancy. We'll also come to you. You know, I've got a couple open lines right now, so if I were you, I'd get in where you fit in. That number's 888 888- Four three two seven four three four. We're at the start before the beginning of time. Did you know that in developing countries of the world, some 7.6 million people die from hunger each year, with over 2 million of those being children? which means a child dies every 3.9 seconds from hunger. And that means 21,000 will die just today. But during this season of Thanksgiving, when so many of us in this great country are going to be gathering with family and friends to give thanks for our nation's blessings and bounty, this can be a perfect time to do something simple but powerful on behalf of those dear children who need our help very badly right now. And through Cross International, your gift of $39 will feed a child in Guatemala and other developing nations for an entire year. $78 will feed two children, 117 will take care of three, and so forth. All you have to do is call 888-257-4255 with your most generous gift right now. That's 888-257-4255. Or you can give online at WAVA.com. But we need your gift now. Tomorrow could be too late. Hi, Don Crow here for Passport Auto Group a family-owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before, during, and long after the sale, a mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, 
Schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about. Investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group, serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! BestBuyWaterproofing.com. They'll make sure you get that mildew smell out of your basement. They'll give you a new roof, too, if you need one. It's now Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. You can check them out at BestBuyWaterproofing.com. Hey, make sure you tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. And, by the way, if you want a phone number, then call them directly, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Hello, Kimberly Pope and D. Bird and Linda Genty Iskerzak and Paz Reina, Connie Robinson, all of you on my Facebook page. Thanks a lot uh, for tuning in and making comments there. Now, if you want to call me in the studio, we have open lines at 888-432-7434. That's uh, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Columbia, Maryland and talk to Nancy, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Nancy. How are you today? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with yeah, me. Yeah, I was. You're welcome. I was so excited when I heard the word relational evangelism. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been trained in lots of different evangelism over the years, and I'm currently involved with international student ministry. Okay. And if there isn't one thing and the thing. That is vital to reaching out to those people is relational evangelism. If you, you know, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care, right? Mm, that's I just good. love that, that phrase. And I was just um, curious to hear from you guys your thoughts on, like, how things have changed over the years. Because I know, you know, 40 years ago there was a lot more of the kind of, you know, give me a track and just give me, like, if I only knew the information, surely I'd come to faith. Yeah, well, yeah. It doesn't work anymore, you yeah. know? And so what what do you guys see as the way things have shifted and why, you know, how to reach sure. new younger generations? That's very good. Thank you, Nancy. I'll let uh, Pastor Eli answer that. You listen on the air. Uh, Pastor Eli, how have things changed over the years from giving a track and giving information to uh, uh, different styles of evangelism now, as Nancy from Columbia has asked? 
Well, I think sometimes giving information is under the assumption that people are actually going to read the information. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And so I think, especially in the world that we live in with social media the way it is and stuff, people are not too prone to get a track and actually read it. In fact, um, even here at church itself, right here at Bridgewood, one Sunday I was went, went to the restroom, came out, and there was somebody in the bathroom passing out Bible tracts and trying to get me, <laughs> trying to get me to go to Jesus. <laughs> get, get one of the pastors saved. Yeah, and I, and I felt, I wasn't sure how I felt about that. Somebody mm. passed me a Bible track at church. And mm. I mean, I applaud his effort to at least try. Some people won't even do that. Yeah, but I wonder if he's doing it outside the church. Ah, but that's another story. <laughs> Real easy in the church bathrooms. But anyway, so um, the tracks used to be the thing, right? Um, but do you feel like nowadays, uh, you know, it's more impressive to sit down with somebody over a cup of coffee or invite somebody into your house or go to a bar with somebody to watch a football game or a basketball game? Like, is that, I guess that takes more investment, doesn't it? Absolutely. I think um, those those event evangelisms, I don't know. I don't know if tracks will be what we want to use. Maybe we want to invite them to an event mm -hmm. and the event program be catered to reach whoever the audience is. Mm. I think that that type of passing off of information or passing out something will probably work. But mm. Bible track, as, as we know it, I mean, don't get me wrong. God, God used donkeys and, you know, and so many other things. He can use whatever he needs sure, to use. Sure. A track can land at the right hand That's right. at the right time. However, um, I think when we will go back, was talking with Nancy, was talking about this relation evangel. When you are intentional about living your life amongst mm -hmm. the unchurched or the de-churched or the spiritually curious or those that just don't even know what term to use for themselves, yeah. and you just live your life with them, then you have access to those conversations and, and, and those meaningful conversations that can then lead me to talk, talk to you about my Lord. I like it. Let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Good, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Yep. Um, I, got a, I got a friend of mine that I'm quite interested in. And we got a lot in common, a lot in common. And we, um, you know, we talk on the phone all the time and, you know, have fun. But, you know, we obviously we, we started talking about the topic of religion and spirituality. And they were telling me how they were, they used to be into church and they weren't getting anything from it. Mm -hmm. And so they just, you know, are more spiritual now. You know what I mean? They're mm -hmm. more spiritual and they believe that, you know, there's a creator, but they don't believe that, you know, you have to go through Jesus in order to, you know, get to heaven. And obviously that's in complete opposition to what I believe. Right. And, you know, I try to express, you know, my belief as far as gaining an understanding is that, you know, you're not going through man, you're going through God in the flesh. Right. And you're going through Jesus. But, you know, that conversation didn't really go anywhere. We're kind of yeah, new to each other, I guess you could say. So right. really trying to figure out, like, I guess, how to go down that path as far as conversation-wise. I don't know if, you know, she's right. ever been saved or anything like that, but I just, you know, have some concerns. I mean, like I said, everything else we're on the same page except this particular area. So, yeah, you know. which which may be the most important page to be on together. But you know what? This is what we'll do. I want right. you to hold on for a second, Anonymous. I got to run to the break that's right up here. Uh, hitting me. So let me go to the break. When I come back, I'm going to talk to Pastor Eli uh, about how, how can you talk to this uh, young lady? And by the way, I want to know, are y'all dating right now? Is that what that is? Is it a, Are you thinking about romance as well? Well, can we have uh, dating evangelism? Let's talk about that on the other side. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
When asked a question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. We're talking about evangelism, the wisdom of reaching the unchurched. My special guest, Pastor Eli Hernandez, one of the associate pastors at Bridgeway Community Church and on the line is anonymous from Silver Spring, Maryland. And as we talk about evangelism, he's got a relationship with a young lady and he's working on all cylinders with her except the Christian cylinder in that she is spiritual, but she doesn't go to church, nor does she believe that Jesus is the only way. Did I get that right, anonymous? That is correct. Yep. And now, we're not dating yet, but uh, <laughs> okay. You, you you're working on it, huh? <laughs> but, absolutely, so, absolutely. So we got to we got to get this one straight, right, anonymous? Before you go in, right? All right, into a relationship with her. So, what do you think about uh, this? How do you help my brother out? Man, that's a that's a tough situation, right? Because if you're attracted to that person, um, the question is, uh, the scripture does does talk about being unevenly yoked. And um, it's, this is where the, where the challenge kind of comes in is, are you okay with being around this person and this person never accepting this gospel message that we preach, this, te this, this message that we have? Because if, if you're not okay with that, then that just tells you your answer. Now, if you believe the Lord is calling you to engage with that person and walk with that person, that's a whole nother scenario, a whole nother conversation. And so... Um, in that case, I would just talk to you about how do you do life with a person in that, in that scenario. 
you know. Yeah, and one of the questions that I know Anonymous wanted to know is what could he say to her? You know, you're not going to probably be able to convince her, but you could bring her to church with you. So uh, that spirit of God could be working through the preached word of God, through the worship. And so decide that we're not going to romantically date, but we will be friends. But why don't you go to church with me and kind of give God a chance so you don't just have to rely on I'm spiritual, but I don't believe in religion. How about we go uh, check it out together? What do you think about that, Anonymous? Yeah, I like that option. I think that's that, that's a, a very good approach. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to, you know, like I said, go in head first. But, you know, the, the attraction is there. But, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, that this, uh, the true spirit is there, the spirit of God. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. Absolutely. Well, and the most important role you can have in her life is uh, to lead her to Christ. So or to lead her to, you know, a place where she can really reflect on whether she wants Christ in her life or not, because who knows, this could be the wife for you in the future, or it may be someone just passing through and God has a wife for you somewhere else who's fully uh, engaged with Christ and you. But then 10 years from now, you look back on this relationship and be like, you know what? I had a positive role in her life for Christ. I'm glad I didn't mess that thing up by getting so romantically involved and then now 10 years later, you know, you're looking at her and she's looking at you side eye because y'all got involved relationally and you supposed to be this quote unquote Christian, but you done broke her heart. So now the way she even look at Christianity is different. You know what I'm saying? So if you have a, if you have a long view, uh, I think that's going to help you in the short term. Gotcha. Okay. All I right. appreciate that. You got it. Pastor Eli, I appreciate it. Hi, brother. Pastor uh, Eli, thank you. By the way, Anonymous, thanks for your call. You know, this is real-life stuff, too. It's not just like, okay, here are the four spiritual laws, but when you get into relational evangelism, you get into mess, right? right? Because, like, track evangelism, not against that. I I got a track the other day. Someone gave it to me when I was walking on the streets of Silver Spring, Maryland. They said, God loves you. They gave me a track. I said, thank you very much. Put it in my pocket. Looked at it later to see, you know, if it was Christian or not. And it was, which was great. So I'm thinking, okay, I'll pass it on to somebody else. So I'm not against track evangelism. Uh, My brother-in-law got saved because of a track. And now he's a pastor. But relational evangelism really means messy evangelism. Would you agree? Yeah, man. You need to earn the right to be heard with people, you know, to be able to articulate your life, to, to be able to at least have access to their souls and to meaningful conversations, which is, really how we, we grow in the Lord anyways in general, you know. I have a business partner who I've been doing life with and doing business with for several years, and it wasn't until like maybe three, four, uh, I'm sorry, after three, four years after being in a relationship with this person that I was able to introduce this individual to Christ. Um, and that was like, really exciting, but mm. to be honest with you, we didn't even have one real church conversation mm. just recently. Mm. The, the 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 first few years was just relational equity so that I can at least have the right to be heard and engage with the per- this person and have meaningful conversations. When you realize you're not a perfect Christian, okay, you kind of screw up and everything like that, how do you um, relate to unsaved people with regard to Christ? And the reason I ask the question, Pastor Eli, is because I think a lot of people don't share Christ because they don't feel like their life is Christ-worthy. Uh, is that a reason not to share Christ or is that a reason to kind of get your life right? I mean, I don't, I'm not quite sure, but none of us are perfect. And so do you think that one of the reasons why people are afraid to share Christ is because of their own lives? That, that, that could be, there's a lot of reasons. Um, some of it is just their own fears of 
everything of rejection or, mm. or their own fears of, I'm, I don't know how to articulate this right. And it could be an element of that. I just don't mm. feel I'm entitled or I, ha I feel I have the right to talk to somebody about Christ. But this is the thought, right, that I always come to my mind is when I um, accepted Christ in my life and in my heart, um, number one, I was in prison. Um, I was uh, into drugs and gangs. Um, I was nowhere close to right to serving the Lord, right? Mm. And the reason I mention that is because God came into my life and accepted me in that condition that I was in already. Mm. He didn't wait for me to change. He didn't wait for me to, to have a better life to then say, okay, now I'm going to commune with you. And so the reason I say that is that if th that this Christ thing that we're talking about and living this this faith out, it's a lifestyle. Mm. And so sometimes knowing that it's a lifestyle, like in everything, there's sometimes I'm in my highs and other times I'm in my lows. There are days where I'm really sharp with what I'm teaching and sharing and how I'm living it. And there's other days that not so much. And none of those situations changes the fact that Christ is still Christ, mm. that God is still God, that he's still active, that he still loves you, that he still desires to commune with you. And, and so then in that case, I can't let myself and my humanness get in the way mm. of what God wants to do. So part of it really is uh, being, uh, I guess, almost humble before God, realizing who you are, and then uh, trusting that God can still use you anyway. Is that? Sometimes you're humble about it. Sometimes you're not even, to be honest with you. It's always, always the goal is to humble yourself before the mm, Lord. Mm. But, but God uses mess at the same time. Mm. And so, so sometimes you're great at it and you're humble and you're at your prime and you're very spiritual and you can articulate this faith ex excellent with excellent uh, mm -hmm. vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And other days you're just holding on and just showing people what it is to just even hold on. Mm, for somebody that's afraid right now to share Christ with someone they really love, what kind of word can you give to them to encourage their hearts today? If you really love them, share them because you're giving them the most valuable treasure that you can give an individual. Mm. Paul, Paul said, uh, you know, when he was talking to, the, to the, the, the beggar, he says, I don't have silver, I don't have gold, but what I do have is Christ Jesus. And in the name of Christ, wake up, stand up and walk, you know. You know, one of the things that Andrew did was bring his brother uh, Simon to the Lord. And uh, after spending time with the Lord, one of the things that you and I can do is to invite people uh, to who are in our family. Br Simon was his brother who are in our family. You know, when you get around holiday time, uh, people come to the house or you go to people's house. It may not be the best platform to preach, but it may not be such a bad idea to pray before you go and if God opens up a door of opportunity for you to have a side conversation or somebody just asks you at the table a big question you know what you don't want to be caught unaware uh, I think the scripture tells us to be prepared right in and out of season yeah we have to be because you just never know when that moment's going to come up and so for those of you who may be going through the holidays to uh, friends and family don't be caught unaware. Uh, be prepared. Uh, give an answer for the uh, hope that is within you, uh, but do it with gentleness and respect. So don't be that person at the Thanksgiving table. Don't be that person in the house with the family uh, to not have gentleness and not have respect. Mm. So be respectful and be gentle. But when asked, Go ahead and give an answer. Even the Apostle Paul said in Colossians, uh, I think it's uh, chapter 4, verse 2, would you all pray for me that I'd have an opportunity uh, and that God would actually open a door so that I could share 
but that uh, I would have the courage to do it. And so pray before uh, you go into something so that you will be prepared once you get into something. How's that sound? Hey, listen, I got to run to this commercial break. My special guest who's been hanging out with me for the hour is Pastor Eli Hernandez, one of the associate pastors at Bridgeway Community Church. He's going to be preaching at Bridgeway Community Church in the Owens Mills, Columbia, Owens Mills, Reisterstown campus uh, Sunday morning, uh, December the 1st, 2019 at 1030 a.m. If I were you, I would get there. This Sunday. The annual enrollment for Medicare is coming soon. So we're here at Health Markets, a free service to help make sure you have the right Medicare plan. Mike, there's a lot going on here. There sure is. Health Markets has invented the FIT score to instantly compare thousands of Medicare plans from national insurance companies. In minutes, folks can find out if their current plan is the right fit or if there's another plan that can provide extra coverage and help save money. Best of all, the service is free. So what Medicare benefits could people be missing out on? A lot. Plans with $0 copays, $0 deductibles, and $0 premiums. Plans that include dental and vision coverage, or diabetic supplies, hearing aids, and more at no additional cost. With so many choices, our advice is don't go it alone when there's a free, unbiased service that can help. Go to healthmarkets.com or call 800-730-1372. That's 800-730-1372. 800-730-1372. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting RADIO to 350-350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds, and the LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes. And best of all, most patients can get back to work the following day. I had no idea. The LASIK Vision Institute uses the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision. We've performed over 1.3 million procedures. That's experience you can trust. And we're offering 20% off our already low-cost services. What's that text again? Text RADIO to 350-350. That's R-A-D-I-O to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today. Did you know a cash investor will only give you pennies on the dollar? I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. With our new five-day sales strategy, we got our sellers an average of $46,000 more than expected. It's not for everyone, but if you have a house to sell now, we can sell it for top dollar in five days. No lowball investor offers. Call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Listen to what another listener had to say about us. I've been listening to radio program for many years. I heard Christy Moore's ad. I wanted to sell my aunt's house and they immediately did a stupendous job. I was very impressed. What I liked the best was how fast everything took place. I wasn't expecting that. It happened very quickly, smooth, and I was able to meet my goals. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. 
Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for your support. Just go to Andersonspeaks.com and you can continue that support. And I thank you, uh, Catherine Paris. It's good to see you online uh, there. Ellen Harris, thank you for your comments. She says people may read the track after you have a conversation with them. Go the extra mile and win their respect. Appreciate that. She also says people are hurt by their experience in church. We must continue to connect, do life together with at least one person uh, you can be real with. You know, today we've been on the show talking about the wisdom of reaching the unchurched. And I have Pastor Eli Hernandez, one of the associate pastors at Bridgeway Community Church, in the studio with me. And he's been talking about not only his own story, but he's been talking about how we can build bridges of reconciliation with regard to leading people to Christ. You know, we're ambassadors of reconciliation. And it's as if God is making his appeal through us to let other people know that God loves them. Pastor Eli, thank you so much for spending time with us today, doing ministry with me shoulder to shoulder. Uh, If you had a final word for our listeners, what would you want to say to them? You preached a a while back, you said a message, and one of your points was be cool. And so one of the things I wanted to share people is don't be weird about this faith. Don't be weird about Christ. You know, you can just be cool. You can just be yourself. Um, That's who they want to fall in love with anyways. They don't want this robotic kind of approach to the gospel and to this awkward situation. Just be Mm -hmm. cool. Just love on people. Just don't be afraid to just show who you are because ultimately you're trying to show the God that is inside of you. Mm, That's a good word. Remember, you matter to God uh, and people ought to matter to you. So show them that Jesus is loved uh, by the way you love them. I'm going to close in a word of prayer, and now we're going to play the song that we love, Jesus is Love. Come on, let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for Pastor Eli Hernandez. We thank you for Bridgeway Community Church. We thank you for all the churches and all the Christians and all the people that love you who've been saved because of your love for them. Now, Lord, help us turn that around and show other people what it means to come into a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Love.